From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday the 15th of June 2022. Good afternoon. Today we're coming to you from Liverpool. It's probably too bright for you to see anything behind me, but just believe me. Anyway, today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including the cancellation of the UK government flight to Rwanda and the end of the whiskey wars. But first, the evacuation of Severodonetsk. In the last few weeks, fighting in Ukraine seems to have been the most intense in Severodonetsk, with it changing hands between the Russians and the Ukrainians a number of times. It's believed that currently about 70% of the city is in Russian hands. During this period of intense fighting, the Russian army destroyed the three main bridges out of the city, making evacuation for Ukrainians significantly harder. However, the Ukrainians have found other ways to evacuate their citizens and are currently using every quiet moment to do so. There are currently about 500 civilians sheltering in the Azot chemical plant, which is located in Severodonetsk, who are currently waiting to be evacuated. This situation could become similar to that of the holdout in the Azovstal steelworks in Mariupol, which lasted for weeks. There is, though, talk of Russia opening a humanitarian corridor to allow for an evacuation. Moving to the UK, and yesterday should have seen the inaugural flight of the British government's Rwanda plan take off. Under the plan, asylum seekers who arrive in the UK are to be removed and flown over to Rwanda for processing. Well, that was the plan. At the 11th hour, with the aircraft on British soil and prepared to depart, the European Court of Human Rights issued an interim relief, i.e. an injunction, to one of the passengers, arguing on human rights grounds that his deportation should wait until the judicial review process formally concludes. The remaining passengers were then able to apply and obtain interim relief, until, eventually, all asylum seekers were removed from the aircraft. The aircraft, chartered by the government from Spanish company Privileged Style, returned to Spain empty. There were already murmurs in the UK's Conservative Party as to whether the UK should leave the ETHR. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Staying on the topic of court rulings, New York's highest court, the Court of Appeals, has rejected a last-ditch bid by former President Donald Trump to avoid testifying in the state attorney general, Letita James's investigation into his business practices. The Court of Appeals found there to be no substantial constitutional question that would require or justify its intervention. In turn, lower court rulings that the Attorney General's office had the clear right to question and subpoena Trump and relevant individuals of the Trump organisation stand. James has stated that her investigation has uncovered evidence that the Trump organisation exaggerated the value of assets, including skyscrapers, golf courses and Trump's Manhattan penthouse, for commercial benefit, such as to get loans, insurance and tax breaks. Trump will now be expected to be questioned under oath next month. Early this morning, the entirety of Swiss airspace was forced to shut after a computer failure at SkyGuide, the air traffic control service in Switzerland. SkyGuide announced that Swiss airspace had to be closed to all aircraft for safety reasons, leading to airports in both Zurich and Geneva grounding all early morning flights. 
Switzerland's Basel airport was not affected as the airport itself is on French territory and thus covered by French air traffic control, which was not affected by Skyguide's outage. Skyguide announced at 8.30 local time, or 6.30 GMT, that the technical malfunction had been resolved, with flights resuming gradually. According to the company, the technical malfunction arose from what appears to be a hardware fault with no indications at this time of Skyguide systems being breached in some sort of hack. While border disputes can often be messy and often difficult affairs on the international stage, there is a story this week that demonstrates that some border disputes can be treated with, well, levity. Back in 1973, Denmark and Canada decided that it was high time to decide which islands between the two nations belonged to who. They signed a deal, effectively drawing a line. However, one tiny uninhabited rock known as Hans Island was left out and, as such, both sides claimed it. Over the years, each side has made increasingly petty attempts to claim it, with the Canadians planting some Canadian whiskey there and the Danish replacing it with their flag and a bottle of schnapps. However, the so-called whiskey wars have today come to an end, with both sides agreeing to split the island down the middle and share it. That's all for today. Sorry about the slightly awkward setup. We wanted to make sure that we didn't miss another daily briefing. Before we go though, I wanted to say, as always, shout out to Nebula where we ordinarily offer extended versions of the daily briefing. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers some of the best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the best documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.